How's it going, everybody? Happy Easter. Uh, today, I am uh, giving everybody a <clears throat> interview I did with Buddy Hat, who uh, some of you guys know, like, historically, I do the broadcast with him, so here it is. Enjoy the ad. I found out, wow, there are a lot of these. Uh, believe it or not, like, like for uh, an audience size that's probably about five or six people, <laughs> I, I'm pretty consistent about uh, putting out the podcast. So, <laughs> but the uh, it was just like I don't know. The, so anyway, the Logan Paul does a, uh, a first edition box break uh -huh. and tell it streams the whole thing and. Uh, the, the, half of it's going to charity. Like, I think like a, a million, uh, like million dollars. Like then all the Pokemon prices just go up because everyone's looking at this. It's like this guy just made a million dollars on his. So well, it's the re there's a reason they call them influencers. Yes. Well, it's because they have a huge audience of impressionable fans. And now, mind you, like uh, I've watched enough videos on this to understand, like, like there could be a bubble to this. <laughs> sure, yeah, there could be a bubble. And plus, I've, I, I, like, I, like I'm, like I'm, uh, like a semi comics historian, and semi. Uh, well, I, I don't know everything, but I know enough to have a conversation with people. You know a lot more than me. Well. But the, when I actually, like, this is the Dunning-Kruger effect, when I know a, a good amount, mm -hmm. it's like, I really don't know the, all that much because I know what I don't know. Yeah, but I'll, there's also the, there's all there's also, oh, I am technically an expert in this, but I don't feel like an expert in this. Yeah. I would say you're an expert. Okay. You're of expert level. I, like I could, like if someone's like uh, on a roll having a conversation or whatever, I can chime in with a question and it'll, like, I, like I, I always make it a point of pride. Like if I make them uh, think before they have to answer, like it's like what's this color of this guy? Blue. Okay. Uh, wait a second. Are you really okay with like Rob Liefeld not being able to draw hands when he hasn't really paid a couple of guys since the nineties? Uh, it was like oh. <laughs> Hands and feet. Rob Liefeld has a hands and feet issue, and you know he's doing it on purpose because uh, I think I could at least go from like drawing feathers and as hands, uh, like you know, because like you know, like kids like they draw a hand. It's like a, like that bird hand, bird so, wing hand. So, have you heard of Gotham High? Uh, is it a comic book it's show? Comic. Or? It's comic. I want to say yes. It's so bad. It's it's super it not Superman. <laughs> Gotham High. It's about Superman. It's about Superman. No, no, I, I misspoke. I okay. Joke about it. Uh, it's 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 um like the daughter it, of it's, a, it's a uh, uh somebody I forget who writes it. Now mind you, there's a couple of like uh, um comics that are like could be Gotham High, which is. Uh, it's like Batman is Bruce Wayne before he's and like there's a kid that's the Joker there's a like young Harley Quinn like it's basically like uh, uh, Muppet is, Babies is, versus Gotham as Gotham this is Bruce Wayne okay is a young Asian adult I feel like this is like a uh, um, who goes to high school a bookstore direct uh, comic maybe who goes to high school with um, 
Catwoman and the Joker. Yeah. And they form like a little not cool, cool kid click. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. I can believe it. Not only is it bad, but the art has the chicken hand. It ha it is it is bad on every level. Grammar is incorrect. Grammar can't even rise to a level of acceptable. Well, you want to hear uh, like th th this panel is panel layout yeah. is even fucked up to the point where you can't really tell what the fuck somebody is saying because they'll go from one panel to where if you were to say something in a sentence, you would hear the comma. Mm -hmm. Where they're moving from panel to panel. And it looks like um, somebody had just had, takes a completely different position than mm -hmm. they did literally a second ago. <laughs> well, um, there's a great one. Uh, like, letterers are like the unsung hero of comics in that uh, a, a bad letterer uh, can really screw up your story and a, um, like a good letterer like you don't even know he's there. Like that—that's my definition of a good job. If if you if you can do your job in plain day, like in plain sight, and no one knows you did it, that is the work of the greatest job ever. So, uh, it is the manga edition. Uh, it's the American company putting out a manga art style comic adaptation of Twilight, and the lettering of this was so atrocious. Um, I, I don't want to, like, say that they put the... Is it like Tokyo Pop? Uh, worse. Because Tokyo Pop actually had, uh, like... Uh, I was going to say, Tokyo Pop is actually not, like, Tokyo... functionally retarded. To Tokyo Pop, like, was legible. Yeah. Like, it was comics. Like, there I mean, was... it's dumb, but it's everything's fine. Yeah. From a mechanical standpoint, everything is A-okay. I mean, it's not, like... I, I feel like, uh, it's... I, I'm spoiled on because like the majority of the comics that I read the uses good letterers mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, even the scanlations I read online like scanlation is really you know hit or miss like, I was gonna say it's an art form oh yeah because like there you have these people that it's a team of people that are translating and then there's like uh, like they're trying to convey certain things but uh, I've seen scanlations that like like please make sure that guy like who's ever like typesetting uh, or who who's ever like the creative in charge of the typesetting that's putting in these ideas mm -hmm. uh, get a job in comics please because uh, like some of them might have I hope so I really hope so meanwhile. But here's the here's the other thing too. Um, have you ever read a like a Chinese um, a manhwa? Manhwa that's been uh, adapted by I want to say someone who's kind of like uh, not 100% familiar with English themselves. I know exactly what you're talking about. I look at a manga or a manhwa or or a manha or whatever. The, I forget what the Korean one is. Uh, I think it's actually a, still a manhwa, but with actually a W is, instead of an H. Uh, is it H-U-A for China, or is it H-U-A for uh, I want to say China has the H. And okay. it looks like manhwa, but it's okay. manhwa. Okay. And Korea is just actually manhwa? I don't remember. I call Korean comics webtoons for the most part because... <laughs> because where do you find them? Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and plus, like, the scrolling ones, I, like the webtoons app on my phone. Oh, you instantly know a Korean comic because you'll scroll through white space for, like, a minute. 
I, I tell you what, though, there's certain ones that are real, like um, uh, the guys that did the breaker. When they do scrolling ones, uh, they have one called Promised Orchid, which like I think is finishing right now. And then the one they did that was tr before that was Trinity Wonder, and I those guys know what they're doing with the white space. Then you have other ones like uh, the Boxer. That that one's on Webtoon for free. Mm -hmm. That is my favorite thing to read. Like I, like I will check it every day, and I know how many more days I have till the free version drops. And I'm not spending money to read ahead. Uh, like, but the it is like it has one of the greatest uh, setups of all time because you're watching the bad guy uh, rise to power, but he's the hero. And like then like the like like it's setting up later on. Like you know that there's going to be a. Um, uh, a couple good guys that like are that are his rivals, like as, as when they're kids, they're gonna show up later. You just know it. But the, he the, he had one of the like the most hyped lines of all time. And this is after uh, months and months of buildup. Like he's about to fight this guy that's a dirty fighter. He uses psychological tactics. Uh, he's led to believe that his like one of his best friends, like one of his only friends, and he doesn't really have friends. Like the guy sleeps on the floor, and all he has in his house is a cat. Uh, like like he's a like like a very negative person. Uh, one, of, one of the most signature moments of the series is when a, a young fan comes up to him and says, "Hey, when I grow up, can I be big and strong like you?" Yeah, maybe, but we're all gonna die anyway. Uh, and it just like like just beats this fan down or whatever. It, like sends him into depression. It's just uh, hilarious, but the, um, like, so his friend is in the hospital, and, like, he's thinking about, like, like all the times that he spent with her, or whatever, where she's, like, he knows she's trying to make an effort, and, like, he's, like, 1%, like, more sociable around her, with her, and his coach is a demon, and, um, like, is, literally? No, but okay. he, evil person, like, right. like, he, like, he, every time he trains a fighter, he just becomes, uh, more of a, uh, bad person in the process, like, his greatest joy is beating the other guy at their own game, so he's fighting the, the dirty boxer, extra dirty, uh, the, um, so the guy, uh, at the press conference, who never shows any emotion or whatever, looks at his guy and says, a KO would be too good for you, and it's a boxing match. And you can, like the like the anticipation for that moment, because that is as simple as that line is. Like a KO would be too good for you. Uh, you just like think about all the possibilities that's going to involve, and you, like so he shows up to the fight. Uh, like uh, doped up, uh, like to the point where his body is turning red, and whenever he hits him, like he just goes flying across the ring. He's just not even going for the KO. He's just knocking him around, and he's gonna play with his food for twelve rounds. Mm -hmm. And then, spoilers. Uh, I'm gonna spoil the story. So if you guys don't want, if you know what I'm talking about, don't listen for the next ten seconds. Turns out the coach faked it. The, his boxing coach faked his own like adopted daughter getting uh, beat up. He did it himself and blamed it on the other fighter so that the guy would be mad at him in the ring. And I'm just waiting to see how this plays out. That's because, fucking kayfabe. Oh, uh, yeah. And the... It's just like, and and you just and you know that there's two more story arcs at, at least before it goes into like uh, like promised uh, ending territory, 
like from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But uh, the story, like the character work, like because each time that he goes up against somebody, it gets into their character, and it's just like, okay, this this is a lot better than I thought it would be. So. I got a grilled chicken burger. That is chicken, right? You're right. This is chicken. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Nope. Oh, good. So, anyway, back to me collecting Pokemon again. So. I went through all the prices on uh, my um, uh, collection, and I was like, "This is actually uh, like a like something." Thank God I didn't throw it away, and thank God I just put it in a, in a closet. I had it face down, so no dust can get in there. Uh, and I was like, "There's gaps though." Like everything okay so far? I know it literally just got here. So. Uh, I saw the gaps in the collection. I was like, "All right, how much would it cost me to like fill in the gaps?" Just because, like that, like maybe like uh, another 10, 20 years from now, like the prices go up again, and I have a full set that I'm sitting on. Uh, so then I was like, All right, "Let me let me see what uh, let me see what other cards are out there." So I found this one site that um, you can buy cards in bulk for 40 cents a pop and I had a feeling I wasn't going to get like anything crazy but if I can get uh, like, let's say like a like a shitty hollow from like back in the day for like 40 cents I'd like throw it out there let's see what happens right didn't get anything past uh, 2015 or, no I got everything past two that I think before 2015 did not get anything before 2015 but those cards that I did get, I was like, shit. I just started uh, like like eight series worth of collections that I, I'm, I'm going to pick the, like, the two newest ones. Because uh, I'm just going to see how many cards, like what are the prices of packs. And it turns out there's a Pokemon shortage going on right now. A Pokemon shortage? Yep. Because... You have these influencers like Gary Vanderchuk and Logan Paul and uh, these crypto guys. Like, it's like, wait a second. Pokemon cards are these uh, non-traditional uh, stores of value. Uh, they're probably going to appreciate because they're not making any more of these sets. Uh, so, uh, buy them up. So, when you have millionaires uh, like just like invading the territory, uh, the. Uh, the prices just went up and then like the demand went up because like what happened in the comics uh in the 90s and what happened to trading cards like sports cards in the late 80s happens with pokemon speculators get involved and speculators are fucking locusts for people question go ahead Say that Pokemon cards are really hot right now. Yeah, and they'll probably appreciate it. Mm-hmm. How much did Beanie Babies appreciate? Uh, which one are you talking about? You talking about the one that you could sell for ten thousand dollars right now? Probably. The the Beanie Baby market is very similar, and you have to remember, certain ones are scarce. The ones that you can get at Walgreens 
any any day of the week are probably gonna sell for less than what you paid for uh, for them. Whatever. However, the the one that they sold on QVC and there was only a hundred of them, which I don't believe there was actually a hundred of them. Like the same way that. Uh, I don't trust QVC, period. But anyway. There's probably like a couple thousand. So, like, uh, if there is a mar- if there's a scarcity and if there's a uh, market for it, if someone out there is willing to buy it, then, because uh, if anything that this past year has taught me is that how money kind of works, and uh, I, I'm not an expert in it, but I can tell you right now that... Uh, just like the whole, the old model of save your money, like uh, like put, put put your money in a savings account, like uh, like let it collect interest, but then you realize, wait a second, inflation is five percent, which means money gets worth less worth less five percent more each year. Yeah, and about then, give or take, and then uh, the interest rate you're getting is uh, like two percent, if that, or like I have an account that has point oh two percent, which. Like, yeah, a savings account having a two percent interest rate is really good. Okay, but point oh two. But that's, that's what I had. But but here's the other thing too. If it's, if your interest rate is uh, accruing money is less than the inflation rate, you're losing money by saving it. This is a really good segue into one of the topics that I had planned for this podcast. Oh, good. Go ahead. So, I'm now an investor. And invested. I'm an investor. Okay. Um, I dove into learning everything that I could possibly learn, and I'm still doing about money, money management, financing, the whole shebang. Okay. Uh, I have to have my own stock portfolio. I'm looking for houses to buy to rent out. I would, and I'm trying to think of ways to start a business. Well, how are you? Okay, so how are you going to approach the capital to do those things? That's the complicated part. (laughs) Take money to make money. Nope. That is not true at all. Because there's a lot of ways that I could do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The easiest way would be to get someone to invest with me. Yeah. That's probably the easiest way. Do you have any rich uncles? Hmm? Do you have any rich family members? Uh, Technically, but I don't really want to do that. Um, another way is just to save up the money for a down payment. Yeah. A lot of people, when they buy their first house to rent out, end up making like $12 a month total. But that's pure but, pure profit. Yeah. But you, you got to understand, $12 a month or whatever the number is. That's money in your pocket. Yeah. You get... If, one, 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 one book said it really well. It's like, how many houses could you afford to have? If you were losing a hundred dollars a month, not very many. Yeah. How many houses could you afford to have if you were making a hundred dollars a month? As many as I could find. <laughs> that was a good one. Robert T. Kiyosaki. Okay, rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've heard enough people talk about that book, so I kind of get all, the majority of the points on that. But Have you listened to the book or no. read the book? Nope. It's, you should. It's, it's like Sapiens. The number of people that have talked about the book *Sapiens*, okay. I, I know because it, it's talking about outliers putting your ten thousand hours. I'm pretty sure I've read *Sapiens*, even though I haven't touched it or listened to it. I would say you haven't. <laughs> okay, 
but uh, there's uh, like my uh, hold on. I was making a point. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, he had a guy come up to him because the general idea <laughs> is monopoly. Buy four greenhouses, trade them for one red hotel. Yeah. This is a really simplified way of saying you can use a like-kind exchange to put off your uh, tax on any of your profits. So you can just tax-free, just keep trading up to bigger houses. So long as you're putting the funds for the first sale towards another uh, real estate investment of larger or equal amount. It's called a light kind of exchange. I forget the number for it. Mm-hmm. But a guy came up to him and was like, so, um, after like one of his speeches, he was like, so should I, uh, should I be like selling my houses and trading it to a hotel? He's like, well, how many houses do you have? Uh, he thinks for a second. He's like, uh, 700 something something. Yeah. And Robert's like, what? What? And the guy is like, was that pre 2008 subprime mortgages? No idea. Um, the guy was a rancher. Okay. And he got like a couple of houses, and then he kept just kept using the funds to buy more houses. Yeah. And when the market turned, he bought he bought more houses. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, so so should I like buy a hotel instead? And Robert's like. Next time, I want you to give a speech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so another way to get the capital is just ask your bank. Yeah. You don't technically need down payment. You would be better, and your rates would be better, but you technically don't need one. A bank can just lend you if you have good credit. But you also have to... Hmm. Now, I'm not... Uh, uh, you're doing this a little bit differently than I am. I'm not doing anything yet. I'm saving money. Okay, so here's here's what I noticed. Because um, the YouTube channels, because I, I, YouTube is like the like the college experience that we all should have had. Do you watch Minority Mindset? No, but I watch um, Andre Jack for crypto. I watch uh, Graham Stevens uh, for um, general stuff. Like uh, Grant Navarre is sort of another guy that like I'll tangentially watch like he shows up in my feed mm-hmm. because he's talking about like he had like these guys all are big on passive income yeah. uh, buy stocks that pay dividends yep. so that now mind you I'm doing this on a budget of uh, like let's say 10% of my uh, paycheck each week yeah uh, these guys are actual millionaires uh-huh. so whenever they go into something it's like a thousand shares, ten thousand shares. Do you uh, know the difference between a normal investor, i.e., you and me, yeah, and a qualified investor? Uh, no. A qualified investor is a legal term for the SEC, the Securities and Exchange uh, Commission, which means that you earn. Uh, either two hundred thousand dollars a year, and you expect to make the same amount in the next two years, or three hundred thousand a year as a couple, and you know expect to make the same. Or you have a million dollars, or something like that. Yeah. Um. And you can 
you were then allowed to trade and buy uh, not blue chip stocks. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to do the real bullshit. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it is illegal for you and me to do the real bullshit. Yeah. Well, part of it is. Jesus. Wow. We're, talk, we're talking about Logan Paul and these. On the wrestling uh, promo, there's a uh, special guest, Logan Paul, for SmackDown. <laughs> anyway, so this money conversation is actually very interesting to me. So, so I have a lot of time to listen to audiobooks at work. Well, so for the last same thing with me, I can listen to like smart people give their opinions. Right, but for the last couple months, for forty hours a week, I've been listening to listening to audiobooks about money. Uh-huh. And continue to do so. I just got 30 something new books. And I actually had my first dividend payout recently. Less than a dollar or more than a dollar? Six dollars. Nice. <laughs> how many, if you don't mind my asking, like, like how many shares of what you were. Uh, um, I had at the time ten shares of the Vanguard High Dividend Yield Fund, okay. which is VYM. Uh, I might have to go into that just because the I can't even begin to recommend things to people because me actually investing in things is so I'm, I'm brand new. I'll put it to you this way: all my dividends I don't have to pay taxes on. Okay. Because they are that small. Oh. You have to you have to make more than um, a dollar to uh, actually no. You have to make more than fifty cents because it rounds up to a dollar in for the IRS. So, because every year that I've because I've had I've been like sort of investing. When I say sort of investing, my approach has been um, see what's performing and treat it like. Uh, like there's no new land getting discovered, okay. but treat it as like potential. Like uh, you, you have a land between two cities. You say to yourself, "Oh, a road could go there. Oh, a train could go there. Oh." So I invest in BYM, uh-huh. and I also invest in, in Lumen. And Lumen is a merged company between two telecommunication companies. I forget which. One of them is like Cisco, but it's not Cisco. It's like Cisco. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Um, and they are doing uh, fiber optic. Uh, they're lay, they lay fiber optics. And they have a dividend payout of currently 7%. Nice. So, yeah. I have 60 shares of that because they trade at $12. See... You're smarter than me in that you get a lot of shares. Like most I have any. Well, that. you were saying you were you saved like ten percent of your paycheck. Yeah. Fifteen percent of my paycheck goes to savings. Fifteen percent of my paycheck goes straight into my investing account, which automatically collects the funds that I have deposited and re, re uh, invests it. That's a much a pie chart. That's a much smarter way to do it than what I do. Yeah, that's, that's M1 Finance. It's an app you can get. Um, 
So, another thing that really jump-started this for me is the last stimulus check, I just went, bleh, bleh. Yep. Yeah. First stimulus check, I got several shares of um, AMD. Because, oh, okay. Well, think about it this way. You remember all the stories you told me about AMD, like, clowning on... Um, it's only gotten worse for, for Intel. Well, <laughs> if, if AMD overtakes NVIDIA, though, I don't see that happening. Did you say NVIDIA? What? It's an NVIDIA. I call it NVIDIA. Anyway, okay. so, because NVIDIA, or NVIDIA is the, um, like, the, the top, like, computer graphics processing company... I haven't been paying attention a lot, but I've been hearing good things about the um, the Radeon cards. Well, think about it. Well, here's another thing too. Uh, remember what I was talking about before about think about the future. What's going to be big? Invest in that. Uh, so, cryptocurrency is a big thing right now. Uh, it sure is. Sure is. But here, here, uh, it's very volatile. But. The, the, I can't say anything about cryptocurrency. I still don't even know how to get uh, crypto in my wallet. Uh, do you have an app uh, no. for BlockFi? I don't. Okay, so... Uh, do, I know nothing about it. To this, don't do Robinhood, first of all. No, no, yeah. I know people who are still investing in GME. And I'm looking at them, I was like, what are you doing? They might actually win. No, they won't. Well... <laughs> No, like if they get in at, let's say it's what is it, 130 right now? Uh, it's something like that. If they get in at 130 and like everyone buys into it again and it goes up to 200, you can I mean, only do that so many times. Yeah, well, I'm not saying, uh, like, I'm not saying it's going to work for the people that are like been trying to get, uh, like, do it the whole time, but you got it's like riding the wave. Like, but uh, like, yeah, the wave passed, it, it was hilarious, but it's over. Well, there. Like I said, it depends where you get in. Yeah, back when it was hilarious. Mm -hmm. I, who was like... The, the whole GME thing was really depressing for me because I was like, I want to get into investing. Reading a bunch of books, blah, 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 blah. A couple weeks later, the whole GME, GME thing happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm like looking at it like, oh, that's funny. And then I see like Robin Hood shit the bed and probably start the process of getting sued into oblivion? Well, Robin Hood did two things uh, wrong. One, they weren't transparent about what they were doing because, like, uh, if you ask anybody that manages money for real, like, the people that are really on the ground, uh, front lines of this shit, because yeah. at a certain point, accountants and, like, uh, um, uh, uh, not auditors, uh, like, the finance people, like these people are freaking traders. Yeah, they are. How are you both doing here? Okay. Excellent. They are goddamn wizards when it comes to making money. Because, like, I mean, there are those. There are people who are wizards at making money, and then there are people who are being paid to make money, who get paid whether or not they make money. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about like, like, there was a general consensus, and I wasn't uh, above it that when uh, Wall Street was getting screwed over uh, because someone on one guy pointed out saying hey there's a short on this 
if we squeeze them, like the price goes so much up. That there was a short. Shorting stock is very common practice. Oh yeah. It was the sheer audacity of having the existing stock be uh, what was it, one hundred and twenty percent? It's like there was more stock being yeah. tied up in this than there was stock. Yeah, supply and demand. That's how. Listen, I, supply and demand is like the catch-all. Uh, like well, it's not supply and demand. Yeah. Do you, do you understand how shorts work? Okay, so uh, this is this is where I really wish. All I was. right, let me break it down for you, real simple. Okay. <clears throat> for the listener too. There are call options and put options. Yeah. A call option, which is another thing that I want to do when I have enough lumen, is. If you have a hundred shares of something, you can bundle a hundred shares, specifically a hundred shares, and then you can go and put out a uh, the option for somebody to pay you to buy your stock at a certain price, expecting it to go above that price. So now there's the the option fee that I get. And the other guy, the, the guy on the other end, is 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 anticipating this the stock to go above the cost of that option. So let's say my my lumen stock, let's call them, let's say they're ten bucks, and I put out a call option. Let's say, all right, in the next month, if the if the if the lumen goes above fifteen dollars, yeah. You can buy it at twelve dollars. Let's yeah. say. So somebody buys that, expecting it to go above twelve dollars. Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't, then clearly they can just go buy normal shares, and then I keep I keep my hundred shares, yeah. and I keep the fee of the option. Because it's, it's it's not it's an option. It's the, it's they have the option. Yeah. That's a lot cheaper than actually buying the shares and them not going up. And I can just keep doing that forever. And that's what I plan to do. <laughs> um, but a put option is I am buying the option. Let's say somebody has 100 shares of GME. And I go to them and, I say, and they have a put option. I say to them, uh, I will buy at the current value. Uh, and I expect them to go down. Mm-hmm. And so what happens when they go down is when I buy the option, mm-hmm. um, I'm also selling those shares to somebody else. I'm making a contract with the person that I will buy them at this price and selling them or, or no I or no I will I will buy this many shares I'm getting this it's little, a motherfucker to have to keep up with all this jargon isn't it it is um, <clears throat> so it's I'm saying that I will buy a hundred shares yeah at the market value mm-hmm. and then I'm selling those shares at current market value mm-hmm but I don't have those shares. Yeah. So now, 
since I've now sold those shares that I'm contractually obligated to buy, yeah. at the market value, I hope to God that those shares go down yeah. so that I make a profit for the difference that I already sold. But if the reverse happens, you're on the hook yes. for that. If I if I invest in a company yeah. and it goes down to zero, yeah. I have a fixed amount of money that I can lose. Yeah, it can only go to zero. Yeah, when you short a stock, it is an infinite amount of risk. Yeah, because it can act. It can. It, there's no ceiling to where it can stop going up. Mm-hmm. And you're screwed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's what happened with GameStop. And well, that's, well, that's what happened with um, the so and so. Uh, company that was buying the shorting the stock. Yeah. GameStop, they don't care. Well, it was I forget the name of it. It was a hedge fund. And, yeah. And like to uh, to put it into scale, me and you are worms in the fucking whale that is a hedge fund. Uh, like so, when the whale is fucked, uh, like the, everybody else made out big, but it was a timing issue because. The people that did it, like, it was, Robinhood got the uh, the brunt of it, but Cash App, all the retailers. Cash App, ones. E-Trade, all, by the way, I tried E-Trade. Yeah? I hate E-Trade. Yeah? It's awful. They have a lot of really useful information mm-hmm. right there for you. Yeah. You can go look that up. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I put a hundred bucks into E-Trade to try and, like, start Can I trade this out of the way for you? Thank you. Can I take that as well? Yep. Thanks. How about drinks? Would you like another round? Can I have a water? A water? Uh, I see, please. Unsweetened from the raspberry sweet? Unsweetened. Thank Unsweetened you. Unsweetened and then a water? A water and a coffee. And a coffee. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> um, what was I saying? We were talking... We went from Pokemon cards to crypto yeah. to GameStop. Yeah. And I'm just glad that we're both doing this independently because... Like, how many times have you, like, uh, I was, like, like, I don't know, the new game I'm into is Atomic Crops or whatever, but it's not really a new game. I really want to get Monster Hunter Rise. <sighs> like, I, I, I'm taking part of my stimulus check, and I'm getting a separate hard drive for my PS4, so that Dude, I can... Adam, do what I did. What are you doing? I put it entirely into my investments. It's $100. Like, like... Your stimulus was $100? No, it's got a little bit more than that, but... All right. You, you spend $100 on a graphics card. How much is that going to get you in five years? Uh, are we talking about... How much money is that going to make you in five years? What is it going to be worth in five years? Are we talking about enjoyment? Or are we talking... No. no. We're talking about straight money. None. Yeah. But if we're talking about, like, value of me enjoying myself... What if what would happen if you put that hundred dollars into investment investments that had a reasonable return of like seven percent? Because remember, my dividends are not the increase in value of the stocks that I yeah. own. Mm-hmm. It's just the actual payout. Yeah. Um, it's it's the thank you for. Uh, no, it's the stock and it's it's the shareholder uh, distributions of profits. Yeah. It's not a thank you. No, it's not a thank you, but like it's the. Uh, it's like. You have, you have to be involved with them, period. It's not like they're handing out free money. It's the reason I'm investing. Yes! <laughs> it, it's the, like, uh, it's what, it's your end of the bargain. It's like, here. Yeah. Like, you put money into us, uh-huh. which I don't know. Listen, it's someone, like, uh, the Impulsive Podcast, like, the in episodes I think you'd be most interested in would be the Andre Dick one, the uh, Wall Street Bets. Yes, 
I'll be right back. Right? Like the Wall Street Bets one, the Andre Jick one, because there's a Wall Street Bets podcast. No, there's me. There's, there's so many podcasts out there. There probably is. Okay. But the impulsive one, like look it up. It's on YouTube. It's What's an it called? Uh, impulsive. Impulsive. Yeah, it's Lo- okay. it's Logan Paul's podcast. That's, oh. Like if you ask me how I became a fan of Logan Paul, like his podcast. Like, is it like the is it like is your best friends kind of podcast? Uh, sort of. It's uh, him, his business partner, uh, and his friends. Like, uh, like oh, he's, that's one thing that I now knowing what I do, I look at every YouTuber who has like a pretty good income from doing YouTube, and I just I want to like go to them and just beg them to open a good investing account so that they can keep their money and not just. <laughs> age out of relevancy and to die in poverty well if you want to hear about like what happens to like tiktokers that fail yes that's exactly what i'm talking about i'll I'll do you one better what was his rice gum rice gum is still uh, i don't know what his deal is but uh you know he's not gonna be in money for long uh maybe but don't forget um like because the great thing about the Impulsive podcast... I can, I can almost guarantee you Rice Gum. As soon as he, like, becomes irrelevant on YouTube, he will lose all of his money. Be- simply by what he buys. Uh, yeah, but... I don't know... You're not wrong. That's the, That's been the <laughs> formula for everyone going broke over the history of time. However, like... There's, there's a good book you should read. It's called The Millionaire Next Door. Um... All of these books that I recommend are, are audiobooks. Um, the Millionaire Next Door is just a study of people who are millionaires in America. And it's from a little ways back. But there's like, they like, oh, we discovered some really big coincidences yeah. between all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Personality all, types and uh, habits and. Habits? No, it's more, more, more economic. Yeah. Uh, uh, patterns. Yeah. Uh, none of them seem rich. Oh, here's the great thing about me. Uh, I have a memory for stories and like useless information. However, uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, my dad worked at uh, M&M Mars. Yeah. Works in the plant. Like he's not the, an office guy. One day, Mars Jr. Vice okay. President of whatever future king of the operation is just doing a tour. And uh, my dad is like, his big moment is like, uh, like uh, someone did something wrong and he gets to be the guy that explains to uh, like Mars Jr., Vice President, future king, uh, it's like, like why the machine wasn't working. So Mars Jr., later that day, like, and he called the other guy an asshole or whatever. And, like, that put a smile on my dad's face. But the story, the thing I took from the story, though, is later in the day, he's eating at the cafeteria. Mars Jr.? Yeah. Mars Jr. is eating in the cafeteria with all the other employees. And takes his suit jacket off, puts it on the chair, goes to get a napkin. Uh, Guy looks at his, uh, my dad looks at his uh, suit jacket, Sears, and Roebuck. Yep. Uh, His sister, who doesn't want to have any, I don't know, this is me talking out of my ass. Like, I don't know these people. I, I just heard some stories, right. but his sister uh, runs a chicken farm. I don't know if it's a big chicken farm or if it's just like enough to uh, like give her like free eggs for a year uh, at a time. 
but uh, like she gave her land to the Olympic Committee to use for the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. She made a lot of money off of that. I I don't know, like, but here's the other thing that I've learned later. It's like, like the charitable things you do, like the government says, oh, you're a charitable. Here, we'll, we'll give you a tax break for it. Like she could have like given the land for free, but like the or whatever the the, the deal is. Counted as as a uh, charitable donation, like because you know the land's worth something. Like they, they developed over it, they, like money was spent on it. Uh, so like that's a write-off. But that, the the thing that I took from that story was rich people. You never know they're rich. Yeah. Like like Seth Green drives a Toyota. Uh, not no, he drives a Honda Civic. Or, no, I think he drives a Honda Accord. I'll give him that. Like, he drives the next... He doesn't drive the base model. He drives, like, the, the Big Brother version, but not necessarily the Lexus or the Mercedes. Right. Uh, like, uh, when you hear these things, like, having the... the uh, I don't know if acuity is the right word, but just, just having... Mental? Uh, I don't know. I, I've had a beer in me. I've, uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to use a good vocabulary word, but uh, it's it's so nice to just drink a beer these days. I haven't. Because, do you know when the last time I did this was? Yeah. Have a beer? Like was that? Probably the last time we were at Zigmeister's. Sam, uh, for me though, it's mostly because I've been trying to get into whiskey. I don't like whiskey. Uh, if, do you want to treat it as an investment? Getting into whiskey? No, no, drinking whiskey. I know, but do you want to treat it as an investment, though? I, I could, I suppose. Because, um, like, years ago, Japanese whiskeys uh, were, like, 40, 60 bucks a bottle. They all tripled. Okay. So if you see a Japanese whiskey under $100 that's kind of old-looking or, like, for example, um, I had a bottle of the Yamazaki, which is uh, Satori whiskey. Okay. It's one of the offerings that they have. It's, like, uh, like either an 8- or a 12-year-old. I got it for forty bucks. You know what's selling for right now? Four hundred bucks. Three hundred in some places. I'm pretty close. Yeah. See, so see, that's the same reason I didn't get into GME. When I said I wanted to start investing and be an investor, yeah. That's not the same thing as being a speculator. It's not. I can speculate that so and so stock is going to go up in a few days. Bet all, bet a bunch of money on it, and then maybe come out on top. Maybe I'll be right. Maybe I won't. Yeah. But that's not what I'm investing for. Yeah. Whether or not my stocks go up or down, yeah. I keep putting money into them. Yeah. Because I know that overall, over the last ten years, they have had a good track record of just slowly increasing. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, like uh, I, I, the, the GME thing was entirely speculation. I am not a that, that, trader. I am an investor. Yes. I want to buy a house and get the passive income. Yes. The appreciation of the house is just icing on the cake. The appreciation or depreciation? Both. Appre- uh, houses appreciate, yeah. but you can file for depreciation and get a yeah. huge tax write-off mm-hmm. for the depreciation of your appreciating house. Yeah. And make rent. Trust that's, that's why I want to buy a house. I want to get into real estate. Listen, it's where the money is. Real estate, I'm... Real estate kind of scares me a little bit to get into. Why be, well, no, it's not that it scares me to get into in terms of um, like what 
like if you know what you're doing, if you understand, because I don't understand the situation. It's, I'm not afraid of real estate. I'm afraid of like being in a situation where I don't know what's up and down. Right. So I've read a lot of books on this. Okay. So the if you look at all the uh, signs. Like, uh, like the sign, like low interest rate. Uh, the, we are at the lowest interest rate for mortgages that we've ever been. But it's been forced for the past several years. Doesn't matter. We are. That's if you get an interest rate now, it yeah. doesn't change later. Oh, I know. But the uh, the if you wait to get in, that's the oh, I don't know what's gonna be when I finally get in. Yeah. But the uh, it's like. Uh, Okay, like, you know what it comes down to? What's that? Uh, it's wintertime, you pack for summer, you're in shorts and flip-flops. Like, if it's, uh, if it's uh, summertime... You might want to make this a little bit more not a metaphor. Okay. Because I do, I'm already confused. Okay, all right, so, uh, with uh, real estate, uh, or no, with any economic situation... Okay. Uh, like, don't show up uh, for A when it's really B, because still, we're still, we're still not. It's not clear enough. Yeah, right? but I'm, I'm trying to get it. I can probably answer your question. How? What is your question? Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, like right now, great time to get into real estate. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Right now, I'm not so sure about that because there's a whole bunch of different um, factors. Like, uh, it's a good time to buy real estate, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe not so not so great a time to be a real estate investor because it is such a great time to buy a house. Uh, the interest rates are so low, and by might put out that fifteen thousand okay. dollars uh, down payment. Uh, uh, it is so easy to buy a house that people who were renting might just go out and buy a house because that's more feasible yeah. and more uh, economic for them. So renters. Uh, are, are, are starting to bleed out of the rent market. So if you're buying a house to rent out, maybe now's not a great time. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Because... Um, but uh, that's going to equalize at some point because housing... Once people buy houses, the prices of houses will go back up. And then if you own a house and plan for it to go back up... Yeah. You might gonna have to wait a bit, but it's going to equalize because renting more. It, rent is supposed to be the cheaper option. Yes, it's supposed to be the cheaper option. Right. So okay. So uh, this is a very complicated. Like everything is so connected that if you talk about one thing, you're really talking about another thing as well. Like prices, for example, prices as with interest rates. Prices are high right now because the interest rates are so low. Right? Prices on what? Houses. Prices on houses right now, I don't think they're... I mean, I think they're high. It's a, Okay, so what the problem is... is because this, because here's on, what happens uh, when you, the when problem you is increase that the interest rate. The problem like, is that, like I said, we're injecting more demand into the house-buying market. Mm -hmm. Because we're injecting more people away from renting. Yes. So we're injecting more demand into the house-buying market. Yeah. So that becomes a seller's market. Mm -hmm. when in a seller's market, you don't really have a lot of negotiating room because the next guy might just buy it. Yeah. In a buyer's market mm -hmm. is where the prices, the same prices, become better. Mm -hmm. So a house that is $100,000. Wait, I don't want to stop you. You're on a roll. Yeah. But this is the most intelligent conversation we've ever had. Of, like, like, in 
I don't know. Our conversation about UBI was pretty intelligent. Okay. Go but, ahead. So, 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 a house that is $100,000 in a seller's market yeah. is $100,000. Yeah. A house in a buy a hundred thousand dollar house in a buyer's market is I don't know 50? I don't that that roof 75? that roof is a little old. Yep. Can we uh, can we negotiate the new roof price in there? You got a septic. When's the last time you cleaned out the septic? You got all these things, these provisions. Yeah. That you can make with the with the with the buyer buyer, and it might just come down in price. Like uh, a seller's market house is not going to sit on the market. Mm-hmm. Buyer's market, the house might be on the market for like a hundred days. Yeah. And they might just take whatever offer comes their way. Like, I will offer you $75,000 for that $100,000 house. Done. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's where you want to like start researching. Okay. What, if you need anything else, just let me know, okay? You, you want to, um, look into things like that. You want to read. You want to, like, I have read hours and hours and hours and hours of books on, yes. uh, uh, on this, and I'm still... I don't really know. No. I need experience on this. I need to I need to fail at my first house. No, that, like, I think you should try to succeed a little bit. Yes, try to succeed. A failure, though, will teach you way more than a success. Um... I want... I think I failed with my personal expenses in my 20s. I'd really want to like leave that in my twenties because you're not gonna you're not gonna avoid failure going into no, investing. No one's hundred percent, but here's what I'm saying though. I would rather uh, like stub my toe. So, so here's what you want to do. You want to fail now. You want to fail now, and not fail you when your failures mean ten hundred billion dollars. Yeah. You want to fail when your failure means I'm now down. In the whole ten thousand dollars, that's when you want to fail. When you have eighteen duplexes and your your whole business crumbles around yourself, that's not when you want to fail. Yeah. Well, you don't want to fail at the height. You want to fail at at the ground level. That's what I'm saying. You want to fail now. But here's what I'm saying, though. I would like. I agree with you. However, I want like. My major failures to be like uh, like not knowing what the hell I was doing like when I was twenty yeah till like several years ago uh, because uh, like, if you're if you're saying that you want your life failures to be in your twenties yes these, you can't just bundle failures together like that well that's what I want to have you are, if you're starting to be an investor now I want you you are starting with a clean slate your your investing career is tabula rasa. Oh, I'm so glad I let off with like I started uh, collecting Pokemon cards. Because <laughs> like I'm treating them as a store of value, to be honest with you. Because like mind you, like like I know like uh, I had a high school teacher that said if you put F equals MA. Now this was physics class. Yeah. If I put this in English lit, I don't, I don't think I'm uh, succeeding. As yeah, you much. said you said your teacher's FMA equals MA. I was like, wait, that's not a function formula. Yeah, uh, force equals mass times acceleration. Yeah. So if I put F equals MA, I get half points on the uh, question. Right. So, because that's basically all physics is, F equals MA. Uh, so 
with uh, finance stuff. It's supply and demand. That's what like it generally comes back to. I, yeah, I guess. Like, like trust me, there, like I've seen enough uh, situations where. Like, I mean, you, when, I, when I say that, I mean, you can break down. You break it down to supply and demand. Yeah. You get the very basic. Of, yeah. You know concepts. Mm-hmm. It's half credit. You're not getting the question right. You're just getting half credit. It's uh, like you're technically correct. Uh huh. So, uh, <laughs> with the uh, damn it, was I was gonna say. Uh, just like, like like things to uh, damn it I lost my train of thought but the uh, damn it what the, what, what the hell were we talking about we were talking about houses for a while yeah uh, buyer and seller markets buyer and seller markets but we're basically still in buyer and seller markets yep yeah. do you want to talk about monster hunter all right, like real quick because, like, to be honest, I was I would really enjoy having this conversation with you for yeah. the, to the end of the night. However, uh, like once it's all settled up, like I have to get home. I have to uh, take care of a few things. Uh, so do you want to you want to shotgun through my other yeah. list? That was one thing on my list of podcasts. I'm glad topics. that you came prepared for this. So like, <laughs> uh, to walk me through. Like, what was your list? All right, don't, top don't... top of the list. Okay, cyberpunk. Just came out with a 1.2 uh, patch. Still shit. Do, uh, do you want to know why I was t- telling you I wanted to buy a uh, separate hard drive? To play Cyberpunk? Yeah. Don't do it. I, On top of being a buggy piece of shit, it's not a very good game. They, they said that patch 1.8 was going to... Uh, 1.8? Not 1.8, but... We're on 1.2. Well, 0.18. Okay, 0.18 was going to fix driving, which was my biggest issue. 0.18 is is an alpha code. You mean 1.1? 8? I'm looking at the notifications on my PlayStation. I think it's 1.18. Whatever. 1.0 is a released game. Yeah, 1.0 is a... Yeah, so it would be 0.18. No, no, it's 1.18. Okay, 1.1. Okay, so... uh, Anyway, Cyberpunk was fun. I'm not saying it was great. I'm saying it was fun. I'm saying it's not worth buying a graphics card for. It's not worth buying a graphics card. I'm playing on console. I just need hard drive space. Oh, you poor soul. Yuck. It's even worse on console. It's on PS4 right now, so it is the worst one. PS4 actually gave refunds. That never happens. For the whole game? Yes. If I remember correctly, it was a while ago. I should get in on that. Jesus. I don't think Get a free game. I don't like anymore. You'd have to give the game back. Oh, fuck that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There was a guy. There was a guy on Twitter. Yeah. Hilarious. He refunded the game and said, what the fuck? Where's my game? <laughs> it was this, but for real. Okay. Uh, next thing on the list. Justice League. Uh, as in the Joss Whedon version of Justice League, actually better than Zack Snyder's. I'll debate you on that one, but go ahead. What was the rest of the list? Um, played Valheim. Okay. Uh, it is, if you've ever seen uh, Conan Exiles, it plays almost exactly like Conan Exiles, mm-hmm. except where Conan Exiles is 100 gigs. Okay. Valheim is 100 megabytes. 
That's not an exaggeration. I sneezed and I missed the download. Good. For, I, I miss old-fashioned games that are just like kilobytes. Yeah, it could maybe actually run on my toaster. <laughs> like for real. Nice. Um, this one I think we should spend a little bit more time on. So I'll get make it push us to the end of the list. Um, Attack on Titan, final season. I'm reading the manga, and I don't know how many chapters are left of that, but I am ahead of properly where the anime is, oh, story-wise. Sure. Everything on one check? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, okay. Takes oh, on oh. your investing money and just, like, Venmo <laughs> me. My whole $6 savings. The six sixty four. I'll buy you a beer. Just like <laughs> send me fifteen dollars for the yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. coffee and the right, right, right. and the burger. So Attack on Titan season final. Yeah. Part two was announced. Yeah. <laughs> I I knew they weren't going to break it into just one season, but it's called Attack on Titan season final, and they couldn't even hold to that. <laughs> Uh, I believe it, yeah. <laughs> uh, redo of Healer. I'm following Gigguk, and like I, I know what it's about. So I'm actually watching Redo. By the way, Attack on Titan Season Final is amazing. Oh, yeah. So I'm watching Redo of Healer. Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> it's not? Attack, uh, redo of Healer is hilarious. It's even funnier. There you go. This copy is mine. You guys have a great evening. Sit as long as you like. Um, Redo of Healer is, I kept in the beginning wanting to call it an isekai, because it's a weird world where the guy kind of has like extra knowledge, uh, and there's a stupid skill system, like in, uh, what's it called? The, the, the video game <clears throat> thing. What's it, fuck it, what's it now? Sword Art Online. So I kept wanting to call it an isekai. It is absolutely not an isekai. It's... It is is your basic kind of, like, hero's world that is completely fucked up and turned on its head. I'm going to give you a heads up about something. What's that? Um, You know how, like, isekai is, like, the biggest thing right now with anime? Okay. Okay, in Korean, uh, manhwa, we already had this conversation. Uh, with, with, like... Chinese and Korean uh, comics. The next biggest thing, like when we're post Isekai, yeah, is going to be resurrection stories. Like, That's kind of an Isekai. It is. I mean, it's not really at but, all. But here's what I'm telling you: like, guy dies, goes back in time, so he goes from post-apocalyptic uh, first chapter to pre-post-apocalyptic uh, rest of the series, and it's just there's going to be because. It's a sec. It's a the, the one of the things that like you wouldn't think would like when we played uh, um, Doom, God okay. mode was boring. Yes, but for whatever reason, you still played it. Still played it. What we're seeing now is there's large audiences that like you know how we make fun of sitcoms. Sure. Well, because you just watch it, you turn your brain off, and you just. Like watch like the same people do situational comedy. Let's be, uh, let's be real. You turn your brain off and laugh when the people on the screen laugh. Uh, well, they're laughing for a reason. <laughs> yeah, the, the the reason is they want you to laugh. 
If you watch like The Big Bang Theory with the laugh track edited out, it just becomes a really depressing show. Tell you what, like I've seen, I know the video you're talking about. There's but a lot. Everyone uh, on that show swears that they did not have a laugh track. Okay. I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm like, you know, the, the, the audience is like a big sign that says laugh. Ah. Uh, Listen, I, like I, in my old age, I am getting uh, more um, like swayable. That doesn't, that doesn't change the fact that people that when you watch those videos where the laugh track is edited out, the show just takes on a really depressing tone. Oh, I'm not saying that the jokes were bad. Uh, like, or, well, let's no, get back to, to redo a drill real quick so okay. we can get, get through this. Okay, list. so what, it, what I was saying though before was because like uh, the rumor was telling you about like the poorly. Uh, um, translated uh, mm-hmm. Chinese and Korean comics. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when I'm watching like Attack on Titan, uh, just as an aside, mm-hmm. sometimes like uh, Austin and I'll be watching uh, whatever's coming out uh, as it's coming out, and we'll just see the the, the 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 subtitles just absolutely fall apart. Yeah. Are you listening? And, to like, watching fan subs, or are you watching? Uh... These things are coming out that day. I know, on fan subs or on simulcasts? Fan subs. I don't pay for country roll. Well, there's other options, but the... Uh, yeah, fan subs. I was going to say, because, like, like fan subs are hard. There like, are good fan subbers. Like, like, there are bad fan subbers. Like, like uh, with, like, the... Um, with the comics ones, though, it's like, it's like, guys, you really didn't have any excuse. I mean, there's, like, not that much of a demand you, for, like, You can like, easily these. tell... When somebody is is is, is uh, lettering a manga, mm-hmm. and that person must be Chinese, there's yeah yeah yeah. It's like I've I've this, read enough this, of them. This guy, like, this guy's like, Chinese. Like uh, that, or they give. I I don't know. Like I, I guess they don't speak. Uh, they're definitely not a native English speaker. Yeah, the, the, the term is ESL. Okay. English is a second language. Okay, so whatever ESL guy out there or woman, uh, they they exist and uh, there's been a good on them, but they made a really shitty product. <laughs> but the, like, there's been so many times I've read um, like something because mm-hmm. it's like all right, it has a cool looking cover image, uh, the the description of it sounds good, uh-huh. uh, but um, uh, there's Here's a good one for you. The Hunter. Uh, okay. Is that a manhwa? Uh, very much so. Okay. Uh, I know, like, two manhwa. I can't tell if it's Korean or if it's Chinese. But uh, a guy dies, and he's you know, like lived this life entwined with, like, these multiple families. So he goes back to the beginning, like, through uh, some mythical animal that saves him. And uh, just... But here's, here's like, the uh, other thing, too, is, like, um, because they have, like, they know what's going to happen, they become overpowered that way. Then there's other ones where it's, like, like, ooh, it's New Game Plus. Like, I have all my stats from before. The hilarious thing about Redo of Healer isn't even the fact that he went back in time and has, like, the top the knowledge. Yeah. It's that it's just some guy's fantasy. The manga author or the light novel writer, whoever. Yeah. It's 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 the twilight of anime. It's just some guy's porn fantasy. That's it. I believe it. Well, is there? Do you know the general plot to the to the story? Well, it's a revenge story. 
Yes. I don't know the general plot. However, like I so so like episode one, the guy like is, I don't know the general plot of Hostel, but I know what the movie's about. Right. Same deal. Okay. So the the guy, um, guy, uh, he is the hero of healing. And there's the hero, hero of the blade, and the hero of magic, and the hero of mm-hmm. gun. Yeah. And it's like the very end. They're fighting the demon lord, and they 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 the heal he, eh, the healer hero. Yeah. Um, like betrays all of the heroes, goes and uh, takes out the demon lord by himself because <laughs> healing gives me the power to freely heal myself up to full, constantly, forever, no MP. Yeah. Give myself every buff in the book mm-hmm. and mutate my body into any kind of stat point system that I feel like. Yeah. It also allows me to change my appearance to anything that I want. It also allows me to steal XP from people by healing them and or like just touching them. It also allows me to give get memories from people. It also allows me to... <laughs> so he casts his ultimate spell and he goes back in time? No, he just goes heal, 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 heal. And whatever, what, there's no rhyme or reason to what will happen when he says heal. Yeah. You, as, uh, as an audience member following along, you still don't know what the hell he, power he's gonna pull out of his ass. Like, what could, what could physically happen if my power was just infinite power over the human body? Yeah. He re- he rewrites somebody's memories at some point. Mm-hmm. And he goes and he takes out the demon lord really easily. Yeah. After taking out all of the heroes really easily. He then takes the, he, he basically like kills the demon lord and takes this big gem out of her. So is this like the spiritual successor to Overlord? No, Overlord's good compared to this. Okay, so, all right. Uh, Overlord also is an isekai, yeah. where the guy just goes in into one MSN. So this is not an isekai? No, this is not an isekai. Okay, because the great thing I the great respect I had for isekai uh-huh. years ago, and it's still true to this today. Yeah. Before Isekai, what was the, the like the best anime that had like a fantasy setting? Like there was like an adventure. Record of Lotus War. Yeah, that was what? How many? Twenty years ago? Thirty. Uh probably be going on thirty. I don't know if it was an '80s or '90s anime. It, like that was like late '80s, more like '90s anime. And I mean, I, I, there's there's fantasy anime before there, there's the rise been, of Isekai. But like, and there are great anime before the rise of Isekai. I, 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 I just I feel, don't know them off the top. Of my I head. feel like Isekai anime just like uh, saw the spot that Mecha had and then took it. No, the problem with Isekai is that it's so easy for someone who is a shit writer yeah. to write a web. Novel and have just that like overpowered character, which by the way, that's why I haven't watched the second season. But Re Zero, uh, so there's three seasons. Uh, don't tell me about anything past season one, okay? But like, my favorite part about like, I'm very angry at Re Zero, okay? The, my favorite part about that one is the uh, uh, the the hero yeah he's like oh great i get to be in this like uh uh this fantasy land like i get to be an adventurer or whatever and he just keeps getting killed and died and but you see that's re-zero and re-zero is amazing season one re-zero is amazing for that fact yeah it's not your normal isekai your normal isekai is sword art online your normal isekai is shit i feel like sword art online is better than some of the worst ones i've seen probably 
because like uh, like uh, lost in the, like uh, in the dungeon with my cell phone. <laughs> like I feel like Sword Art Online is better than that one. Yeah, ReZero and Konosuba were like the best isekai for a while, mm-hmm. and then I would say that like Saga of Tanya the Evil is up there, mm-hmm. but there is an absolute best isekai Which is? now. It just ended. It's called Mushoku Tensei. I was watching Genko's video on that. It's the best isekai. It's also the first isekai. Well, it's the it's the missing link between all the bad ones and all the good ones. No, like the old, like the light novel. Yeah. Was kind of like where, like it, it got really popular. Yeah. As a new kind of thing, Truck Coon is just just starting off his career, <laughs> and Mushoku Tensei kind of started the isekai boom. And now it's getting an anime. You probably you watched Gigax, so you know. But yeah. the studio, Studio Bind, who, um, it's, who, 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 it's an isekai anime all-star list. It's, an, it's yeah, it's an all-star list, but it's also a list of people who were assembled to, to, for Studio Bind specifically to make Mushoku Tensei, mm-hmm. and they're killing it. Yeah, it is amazing. I love this show, and. I, Are they gonna have a second season? It's all. It's next core. So that was winter core. We're in spring core. Mm-hmm. Summer core season two. All right. Um, but no, yeah, Mushoku Tensei. I can't praise it enough. Okay. The, the the attention to detail, the character consistency and logic is amazing. It is so good. Like. There's parts where, like, oh, these two people are speaking, like, the beast language. Mm -hmm. And this third person in the group, they don't speak the beast language. What do they do during this conversation? They thought about that, and they actually, like, add things for them to do. (laughs) For someone who cannot understand the conversation that's happening. Mm -hmm. That are consistent with their character. It's The whole thing is that level of detail. And the art. They spend... So much it, time like, on from everything. What I, from what I've seen, it's such a beautiful show. Even the trailer, like like I was calling it, that might be the most beautiful show of the season. It's the anime of the year. So, all right, before we go, uh, Justice League versus uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Right. Now, I was in my. I, I did a podcast episode on it. I referred to Justice League as the studio version because I'm going to give uh, Joss Whedon a little credit. For all the cringe moments that were in there, things have logical consistency over Zack Snyder's. Yeah, there's cringe bullshit. Like, uh, I'm so, they're both shit. Zack Snyder's is worse. Zack Snyder's is like the, Zack Snyder's is why you don't let directors get uh, all the budget and all the control because you're gonna get a uh, like a bullshit. We already knew that though from the prequels. Uh. T- I watched last night the ultimate edition of Batman v Superman. Okay. Which is the three hour version as opposed to the two and a half. I didn't know about that one. It's, it's better because. Is it? Yes, it is. Are you sure? Yeah. Because that one, at least. Because uh, here's my thing about film mm-hmm. film is the ultimate collaborative uh, process. Yes. Because. Uh, I like the phrase art through adversity. Very much so. Uh, because, like, 
you know what happens when you take away the the constraints on an artist? You get the prequels to Star Wars. That's, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. So, uh, like uh, episodes one, two, and three, and only George uh, like directed one of them. Guess what? Uh, two of them are pretty good. Uh, three was pretty iconic, but uh, fucking Ewoks. Are, there are parts of three that's really good. Yes. So. Uh, Six. Six. No, it's three. Fuck off. <laughs> like, like uh, when, uh, like uh, when the second movie came out and said episode five. For thirty years, I was thinking to myself, "What happened to episodes uh, one, two, and three? Like, fucking retconning, motherfucker." So, uh, with uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Did you watch the black and white version? No, I didn't. I started it just to see. You know, okay, if, so if I could get a superhero movie with the, the big budgets, yeah, like and have it look like 1940s graphics. You know, there's the new scenes that Joss actually got to shoot, right? There were not uh, Joss, uh, Zack Snyder. The, the new scenes that Snyder got to shoot. I don't know which ones are which. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell. But you know how you tell? Yeah. Because you, the, 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 the new video format, yeah. the, I the numbers, but there's the big box format, and then yeah. there's the theatrical format. They're in the big box format. It's literally just they unedited the camera footage. So they just took the bars up. Yeah. In the new scenes that Snyder shot, it is uh, an appropriate shot. Yeah. So that I was never that. part of his vision. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You don't give the director all the power because no, no, no. What I'm saying is that Zack Snyder's like everybody's like, oh, this is Zack Snyder's vision. This was it was originally meant to be. It's like no, it's not. It, it, no. This is the this is the Zack Snyder version of I, no, I, I, several years of people shitting on the Joss with, Whedon version. With, with your uh, with your phrasing, I'm gonna be a little specific with the, my disagreement. Okay. This is Zack Snyder being 110 percent Zack Snyder. This is Zack Snyder being 200% Zack Snyder. This movie is four hours long. Exactly. Because it's long, it's slow. It's There's... not just long and slow. Because I can watch a movie as long and slow. I've watched the Lord of the Rings extended cuts. I would rather watch that one times. than the Lord of the Rings. You would rather watch the Zack Snyder than Lord of the Rings? Yes. You need to watch it again and just look. Look okay. with your eyes. Okay. Look with your special eyes. Okay, so... Uh... The, the Lord of the Rings is an amazing film series. Zack Snyder's is blipped. Yeah, but, yeah, here, no, 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 hold on. My, my point was that I can watch long movies. That's not an issue. Yeah. This movie is bloat. There's like, what, 56 minutes of slow-mo in this movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't, don't get me wrong. That was my criticism of it, too. Like, he gets slow-mo happy, and it's then... Not just, wait, it's, it's not just slow-mo. Yeah. There's scenes that are absolutely... They're the third time you've learned the same information. For no reason. Like, oh, there are hostages. There are hostages. We gotta say, that there's hostages. Yes, okay, so. Or walking upstairs really slowly. There's just things that you could easily cut out that would make this not a four hour movie. Uh, I was listening to someone talk about it today. Um, uh, uh, Sal from Comic Pop, uh, shout out to that YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Um, said there's going to be a fan edit of this <laughs> and it, it's going to make it into the two uh hour and a half movies that we were kind of promised see there's and more than gonna, that. It's it's gonna, more, there's more than that so but, i'm going to give you a really quick example there is the 
the Green Lantern scene in the flashback, yeah? Yeah. All right. Joss cut. Green Lantern comes on the scene and he smacks something with a big hammer. Yeah. You later see that same Green Lantern dying to uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah. How did that happen? How did he greet a uh, Green Lantern? He must had he must be really threatening yeah. because he beat a Green Lantern. Snyder cut. Green Lantern pops out from the crowd. Laser. Green laser. Green laser. Yeah. Gets he, he flies into a parademon, fumbles around, falls over, and he just dies disgracefully. I agree with you. This is the this is the, what the caliber of the Snyder cut. It's like no, no, Zach. That's bad. Show well, less. Okay, he, here's here's what I'm going to say about the Snyder Cut. Uh, he didn't want a single deleted scene. If he shot it, it's in there. That's not a good thing to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is what happens when George Lucas uh, has complete control Yeah. with no constraints. Like, constraints make art. Like, yeah. It's as simple as that. You know, Because if you don't have constraints, right. you better have fucking restraint for yourself. Yeah. And... Zack Snyder clearly, like, with this one, he said, guys, you don't have to pay me a fee. Just let me finish it. Give me uh, creative control. Uh-huh. And truthfully, uh, like, I, I, I followed this saga so damn long. I followed Zack Snyder on Vero, which, by the way, like, when it came out in 4.3, my first thought was, did he make it for fucking uh, social media app? Like, Zack Snyder? Yeah, he, he's a big on Vero, so, which is like an Instagram competitor. Okay. There's about maybe 10 people still on there. I never, I've never even used Instagram. Well, that's, well, uh, Vero was his way of leaking all the, like the, hey, you remember when I was making this movie? Which, by the way, um, Zack Snyder uh, left a, like, he said that his big thing, that he wanted to make a documentary 20 years from now. So, uh, like, he never thought he'd get to, like, this but the mm-hmm. fan response was incredible and i don't i don't want to be critical of the fans because why most of them are fucking retarded well uh you know how uh, you know those people that uh always show up to radio uh giveaways um uh, like okay a radio show is on at nine in the morning to noon Okay. That's working hours. Sure. How are they getting a thousand people that should have jobs uh, there? It's because those people don't have jobs or they work at night. Exactly. So uh, it's like uh, like the people that show up at seven o'clock in the morning uh, to tailgate and throw footballs. Like I suppose they could have also got not they couldn't consistently get that number, but people who call off work. Yeah. yeah. Like people that have time to call into radio stations. Like sure. Like there's. Like a certain, like I don't want to say. I think if you're listening to a radio station, you probably have time to call into a radio station. <laughs> well, anyway, it's a special kind of person. Sure. Now, I, I'm a big believer in like uh, positive, negative, and neutral. Like neutral, they're just there. Positive. Hey, I found a way to uh, do your taxes for you better. Like that kind of guy. Negative. It's like, hey, uh, I have a can of uh, gas and some matches. You want to see something burn? Like that kind of guy. Well, every fandom has them. Every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, so the Je- the Zack Snyder uh, fandom, uh, like there was some real assholes. Well, the problem with the Zack Snyder fandom is Zack Snyder hasn't made a good movie since 300. I will die on this hill. 
Sucker Punch was a good movie. Sucker Punch was awful. Oh my god, how could you say that? Uh, okay. It was so bad. I saw that in the theaters, and I was like, this is terrible. It was... I can remember most details from that movie to this day. I, you know what's great about that? Uh, like, uh, as bad as it is, you remember it. No, that's not a good thing. I no. remember most details from The Room. I don't know what's... Uh, the Room. The Room, okay. So it's Not, a, not Room, The Room. Yeah, yeah, one was a Brie Larson. Uh, is room. Okay. Yeah, her and 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 a, and a child actor. Because that was another point, like uh, Sal brought up, uh, comic pop. Uh, like as bad as those movies are, you remember them. Oh sure. So okay, there is I like, and there is is good. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption is good. Yeah. The Room is bad. But I, I like, like it. it. Yep. You can like Sucker Punch. I don't care. Well, I will say this: Sucker though. Punch is not a good movie. Sucker Punch is the poor man's Inception. No, Sucker Punch is just awful. It is kind of Inception. Yeah, that's basically he's ripping off Inception. It's not the poor man's Inception. It, no, it's the poor man's Inception. No, the poor man's Inception is Inception, which is also not a good movie. You're gonna go at Inception? I don't like Inception. It's not. It's. I, it's really hard for me to say whether or not it is a consistent movie, but I don't feel like it is. I would really have to go and back and re-examine. But I just, it's not okay. It's not a great movie. It's in the it's in the annals of great movies. It's not there. All right, I was gonna say like uh, like to wrap this up or whatever. State your socials or whatever. I, it, like, I don't have any. Whoever listens to this, you do not want them uh, coming after you. Like those Nolan fans, uh, put the. Uh, I Snyder saw Tenet. I saw Tenet recently. I have to watch that. It's still. dog shit. I gotta watch it. Like, uh, like, like I, I might watch. Tenet, Tenet I want to is... see the Game Boy Advance version that somebody did, <laughs> just to like just see how bad it is. But quick, quick wrap up of Tenet. Yeah. Christopher Nolan doesn't know how time works. But he wanted to make a movie all about time travel. He's always been making a movie about time. Interstellar. Interstellar uh, is not... Okay. There's time elements in there's there. There's time elements? He's been, this he's, is a like, movie. That's his favorite thing. This that's that's a, a secret code to Christopher Nolan. This is a if, movie if it, in you, where elements... Not elements. You, you want to know objects. how you make a million dollars? What? You want to know how you make a million dollars? Tell Christopher Nolan that you have a script that plays with time, <laughs> and he'll pay you for it. This, okay. This, there's, that his brother this can rewrite. This is different. Uh, Interstellar has... I hate Interstellar, by the way. Uh, Interstellar um, has time stuff in it, yeah. but that's like, oh, over long distances. In Tenet, yeah. literally, things are moving backwards in time while other things are moving forwards in time. Yeah. There is a car chase in which one of the cars is moving backwards in time. Oh, no. It was there in the trailer. There is a fight in which one of the people in it is moving backwards in time. Mm-hmm. The ways that he gets this to work is he wants you to just believe that it works. Mm-hmm. They're so illogical at every level just to make this dumb Listen, bullshit the work. No, the number one thing Bill I, and I Ted listened for has more consistent time travel than Tenet. Did you watch the new one? No. The original was great about that one. Like as a time travel movie. Okay, Ted. Remember, we gotta do this later. We gotta do this later. Okay. And all of a sudden, it appears. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I did steal my dad's keys. So, okay, that makes sense. 
if they go back and do it mm -hmm. later. They're wearing it on their sleeves. Yeah, remember, we have to do this. In Tenet, I can sum up the whole movie with something that happens in the first five minutes. A lady is explaining the time travel bullshit to Tenet. And she's she like go she like puts her hand over by a bullet yeah. and on the on the table and like it sucks up into her hand. Yeah. And she's like, you try. And he tries to do it, and nothing happens. And she says to him, You have to have dropped it. He does it again. And it works. Mm -hmm. That is the dumbest thing <laughs> I have ever heard. You have to have dropped it. There's no physical, there's nothing. There's not a single thing that makes that work. There's not a single line of logic that makes that function. It's so dumb. The, the cause and effect, the, the, the whole movie is... The, is, is the grandfather paradox. It happens because it happens. Yeah. There's a fight in the movie. Why did the fight happen? Oh, because it happened. Yep. That's everything in this movie. On top of the, the formula for time travel became a physical object. And it's not a physical object with the formula written on it. The concept of the formula became matter. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm Brandon. And uh, this is Two Friends Catching Up. Uh, this is a bar cast. Peace. <laughs>